Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte vows to go after corrupt PhilHealth officials. Philippine senators, meanwhile, resumed their probe into alleged irregularities in the agency. Global coronavirus cases breached the 20 million mark. And U.S. President Donald Trump's coronavirus briefing gets interrupted by a shooting incident near the White House. Good afternoon, I'm Stanley Palisada. Dateline Philippines begins right now. A stern warning from Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte. The president vows to go after corrupt officials of the Philippine Health Insurance Corporation or PhilHealth. He did not mention names but says he will make sure airing PhilHealth officials will be held responsible. Itong PhilHealth Sabi ko, yayariin ko kayo lahat. Maniwala kayo. Yung mga inosente naman, wala kayong dapat ano, matahimik lang kayo at uh, continue working. Pero yung ng ngayon ito, nakalusot kayo sa ibang maybe presidente. Ano. O dito sa akin, sad-sad talaga kayo. Maniwala. Duterte's threat comes days after he ordered the formation of an interagency task force to investigate the corruption allegations against PhilHealth. A resigned anti-fraud officer of PhilHealth has claimed some officials pocketed around 15 billion pesos of the agency's funds through various schemes. He also said several items for the agency's IT department were overpriced by millions of pesos. A group of PhilHealth employees welcomes the formation of an external body to probe the corruption allegations hounding the agency and dispel doubts about a cover-up. The PhilHealth Workers for Hope, Integrity, Transparency and Empowerment, which represents rank-and-file employees, says policy changes need to happen inside the agency. There's a problem with culture. Culture in PhilHealth is the culture of accountability. Because the officers... Wala kaming binusa. We are open to lifestyle checks. Hindi lang naman yun ang problema. Hindi sabi ng systemic problem, there is fraud due to incompetence, due to yes. mismanagement, due to inefficiency, negligence of officers, weak uncontrolled. There is lack of control. Effective use of policies are more favorable to the hospitals than to the PhilHealth Network. Kailangan ho natin ng forensic investigation on this. Kasi at, 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 at one glance, hindi mo makikita yung corruption sa PhilHealth. Eh. Hindi mo makita yung discrepancy sa PhilHealth kung hindi nyo ho himay-himayin ang policy ho natin. The group has urged President Duterte to appoint a caretaker to oversee the agency while current officials are under investigation. It also said a caretaker is needed immediately since President and CEO Ricardo Morales has taken a leave of absence for cancer treatment. We call for, for to President Duterte to put in charge a caretaker who is, in, who is expert in the field of healthcare financing and health, social health insurance with proven integrity and incorruptibility. Someone who is not a subject of the investigation, someone who is devoid of uh, vested interest. Okay. And, and with, this... that, with that, um, um, it cannot be Secretary Duque. 
health secretary Duque, who is also who is also chairman of the board, because he himself is a subject of investigation. Resigned PhilHealth anti-fraud legal officer Thorson Keith bears the names of several executives allegedly involved in irregular transactions within the state-run insurance agency. Keith zeroed in on a rural bank in Bataan, which has for what's credited in 2019 with multiple payment reimbursements amounting to over 9 million pesos in PhilHealth benefit claims. I was again wondering why said that the transfer was a mere error, yet it is clear that Region 2 has no authority and access to banks located in other regions. The evidence on the multiple transactions was never reflected by Attorney Del Rosario and Attorney Pocalian, SVP Covita Aragona, SVP Dennis Mas, SVP Dimshaco, and other field officials who have known the anomaly of, to the PhilHealth Board or on any documents. The only thing to do is to determine the real owner of the bank account in Balangabatan and it will open a Pandora's box. Further, this case has established one of the modus of operandi of Malia, PhilHealth Mafia Untouchables. PhilHealth President and CEO Ricardo Morales again defends the interim reimbursement mechanism. This, as Senate President Tito Soto questioned the legal basis and the coverage of the scheme. Hindi po ba ang purpose ng IRM, particularly on what we are discussing now, ay para sa COVID-19 related claims lang dapat. Again, dahil sa ganitong paraan ng liquidation na sinabi ninyo noon, napapalawak na naman ang implementasyon ng IRM. Hindi pa ho natin alam kung tapos na ho ang pandemic. So ang aming pananaw, na habang hindi pa ho natatapos ito, uh, minabuti namin, na nandun muna yung uh, pondo sa kanila at yun naman ho ay i-liquidate nila pagdating ng panahon. Morales virtually joined Tuesday's Senate hearing despite earlier filing a medical leave due to his health condition. The Philippines logs a new record daily increase in the number of coronavirus infections with nearly 7,000 new cases. Health experts are now encouraging people to wear masks and face shields inside crowded homes. Angel Movido tells us more. Researchers from the University of the Philippines expecting a substantial drop in the number of COVID-19 cases in the next two weeks. They assert the rate of coronavirus transmission in Metro Manila is seeing a downturn following the reimposition of stricter lockdown. The Philippines' interior chief agrees, insisting the government is still in control of the pandemic. But these statements come before the Philippine Health Department announced a new daily record increase in COVID-19 cases at nearly 7,000. The country's infection tally has now surpassed 136,000, more than 66,000 of which are active. The death toll rose to 2,293, while recoveries have topped 68,000. The release of the new numbers on Monday was delayed. The health department says it was due to an unexpected system error. Ted Herbosa, special advisor to the government's COVID-19 task force, notes... 
there is a lack of coordination between local government units and the private sector. He also calls for more spending on the healthcare system as the pandemic has exposed deficiencies from insufficient bed capacity to a lack of nurses and medical manpower. Herbosa, meanwhile, suggests the wearing of face masks and face shields at crowded homes. As the Philippines continues to deal with the pandemic, it will soon face another battle, the typhoon season. Just last week, parts of Metro Manila experienced flooding due to heavy rains. An expert from the University of the Philippines warns against overcrowding in evacuation centers that risk increasing COVID-19 transmission. Eastern Samar, uh, way back, uh, I think five years ago, there was a good uh, planning process that was made there using hazard maps that were hazard specific. Each barangay identified uh, a place for an evacuation center, mm -hmm. counting the number of people that should be there. And at the same time, identified also places that uh, are safe, uh, low risk, that means that they don't have to go to the evacuation center. And when you try to do that, you, min you can minimize the number of people that will go to the evacuation center to avoid the overcrowding. Senate President Pro Tempore Ralph Recto has called on the government to rethink its COVID-19 strategy. As he warned, storms can be virus spreaders. Angel Movido, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine government has allotted an initial budget of 2.4 billion pesos for COVID-19 vaccines. The health department says the budget will be increased as necessary, depending on the price and on how much the country can procure. Once available, government plans to administer the vaccine to a fifth of the population or to around 20 million Filipinos. This will require 40 million doses since the vaccine will come in two doses. Among the potential vaccines approved by Manila's COVID-19 task force are those being developed in China and Taiwan. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has reportedly said he hopes to have a vaccine by the end of the year. Now experts say while the vaccines will most likely be available in the country early next year, local trials in the country should be prioritized. As much as we want the vaccine to be available the soon as possible time, uh, we're really hoping that uh, we can embark and we can start the clinical phase three trial in our in our setting, in the local setting, and that's what we want to have in order for us to get the real uh, data on safety and efficacy uh, among our uh, Filipino uh, uh, patients. No? You're looking at different population, okay? So meaning uh, you, you have population that is being tested there in their, in their country, and you're looking also at pop, our own population, local population being tested for this uh, vaccine. Now, there, there may be similarities in safety, but we don't know on how we can really evaluate if the efficacy that was seen in, in those uh, individuals there in, in abroad can also be replicated among our uh, local uh, uh, patients. President Duterte, meanwhile, takes up Russia's offer to supply the Philippines with COVID-19 vaccines for free. Duterte also expresses confidence the vaccine from Russia would work, even volunteering to test it out himself to prove it is safe. 
Last Friday, Russia's ambassador to the Philippines said Russia was ready to share its COVID-19 vaccine with interested international partners. He added proposals to conduct clinical trials and to produce the drug locally have already been submitted to the authorities. The vaccine is expected to get regulatory approval in Russia by mid-August before it is mass-produced. Maligayang maligaya ako kasi ang Russia, kaibigan natin ito, magbigay sila ng bakuna. Wala naman silang sinasabi, bayaran mo. Ito, tingin ko kay President Putin, tulong niya sa atin libre. Kaya ngayon, tinatanggap natin at uh, kung ano ang supply, mag-usap pa kami kung ilan ang supply at kailangan natin in public magpa-injection ako. Ako yung maunang ma-experimentuhan. Okay para sa akin. Pero malapit na po. Maghintay kayo. Actually, ang, ang vaccines, they are uh, to be distributed worldwide na yan by September, October, in the fullness of God's time. We will have a, hopefully, uh, a COVID-free December and we can enjoy uh, this uh, Christmas season. The paralegal of Philippine party list group Anak Pauis gets arrested for alleged obstruction of justice. Paolo Colabres was part of a group arranging for the release of the remains of Anak Pauis chairman and National Democratic Front peace consultant Randy Echanis, who was killed inside a rented apartment in Quezon City Monday. Police have taken custody of Echanis' remains, asserting the identity of the body has yet to be established. According to the uh, report from uh, from our Criminal Investigation Detection Unit, based on the statement of the landlady of the apartment, nagpakilala po siya na siya si Manuel Santiago, nung sa landlady, and uh, sa ID din po na pinresent po. We are appealing to the kung sino man pong relative na makapagtulungan po sa, uh, sa SIDU for possible identification po talaga kung siya po talaga ay si Chanis or si Manuel Santiago. So, like fingerprint or DNA test. Former Anakpawis Representative Ariel Casilao meanwhile insists the Chanis family has taken all the necessary steps in claiming and identifying the body. Progressive groups have called the Chanis' killing state-sanctioned. First of all, um, the affiliations of Mr. Echanis, uh, Adak Pawis chairperson, KMP Deputy Secretary General, and especially his involvement in the peace panel of the National Democratic Front of the Philippines as a consultant to the socio-economic reforms, uh, let alone those affiliations under this regime uh, is being criminalized, being terrorized, being tagged as a communist. The post-mortem result last night uh, uh, revealed that two gunshot wounds at the back of the head and multiple stab wounds. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases worldwide has breached the 20 million mark. The latest tally by Johns Hopkins University also places the global death toll 
at nearly 734,000. Recoveries are now at 12.2 million as cases continue to rise. The World Health Organization again calls on leaders to step up and take tougher action against the pandemic. Behind these statistics, there is a great deal of pain and suffering. Every life lost matters. I know many of you are grieving and that this is a difficult moment for the world. But I want to be clear, there are green shoots of hope and no matter where a country, a region, a city, or a town is, it's never too late to turn the outbreak around. U.S. President Donald Trump abruptly leaves his coronavirus briefing due to a shooting incident outside the White House. Trump was only a few minutes into his daily briefing when he was interrupted and escorted out of the briefing room by a Secret Service agent. He returned shortly, saying the shooting was now under control. Trump added the suspect was shot by Secret Service and was taken to a nearby hospital. Law enforcement officials are still trying to determine the suspect's motives. As a precautionary measure, the White House was also placed under lockdown. I don't know. Do I seem rattled? It's uh, unfortunate that this is a uh, world, but the world's always been a dangerous place. It's not something that's unique. Does this make you think differently about your personal safety inside the White House? No, I feel very safe with uh, Secret Service. They're fantastic people. They're the best of the best, and uh, they're highly trained. Uh, I don't know if anybody got to walk outside, but uh, there were a lot of uh, terrific-looking people ready to go if something was necessary people at the highest level of law enforcement. There's nobody like these people. So they just wanted me to step aside for a little while just to make sure that everything was cleared outside because it was right in this area. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Stanley Palisada. You can catch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with the news channel.